This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Uh, today, we have with us Rob Higgins, and he's the athletic director for the Suncoast Lions, which is a, a youth organization. Rob, how are you doing today? Doing well, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh, just hanging in there. They're coming to the end of the week and trying to uh, get some things done here for some people. Um, I appreciate you coming on with me this afternoon. I wanted to just take a quick second to let everybody know what the Good Neighbor Podcast is and who we are and what we do and, and how we do it. Um, the Good Neighbor Podcast was started back in 2020 in Southwest Florida, and the whole design of it was to bring information to the community, businesses connecting with neighbors and, um, you know, uh, events and things that are going on in the civic community, like the stuff that you guys do. And I've been pretty fortunate. Um, the Good Neighbor podcast has extended across the United States, and I'm one of the people that's fortunate enough to do it here in Tampa. So I want to get right down to it and discuss um, what's going on with you. So, so Rob, tell me a little bit about your organization. So we are the Suncoast Lions. Uh, we are a football team, a youth cheer and football program uh, affiliated with uh, the Pasco Athletic League, which is PAL uh, up here in Pasco County. And uh, it's our first year going this year. And uh, we're looking, uh, we've got some great kids that have come together to uh, join the team and start our new program with our inaugural season. And uh, yeah, just looking to do good in the community and uh, play some football. Outstanding. You know, it's funny when I spoke to JLo originally, she told me the Pasco Athletic League and she said, pal. And I thought of the Police Athletic League up north where I grew up. They had a lot of that stuff for youth organizations there, too. So that's great. I've heard quite a bit about the organization from JLo. And um, and uh, I'm glad we were able to, to get you guys involved here with our magazine and also with the podcast. You personally, though, tell me a little bit about your journey. Like, how did you get into this? I mean, it was it was it just your kids or was it something you've had a passion for growing up? Did you play ball? What's what's your background? Um, so I played a little ball in high school kind of thing. Uh, was an all-state athlete and played football. Didn't go on to college. College wasn't my thing. Um, but then, you know, as I grew up and had children and whatnot, uh, my son being a bigger boy, just like his daddy, uh, you know, full contact football kind of seemed like the way to do it. So uh, we found the PAL program online. Um, I went and uh, was approached by the director of the K-Tech Krakens, uh, Josh DeMello, who said, hey, man, uh, you ever play ball? Maybe you could be an offensive line coach. I said, yeah, I could do that. So uh, my first year was... I uh, had a little experience with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so my first year with them uh, as an offensive line coach uh, for my son's football team, the, the fly division, um, because it's all broken up in ages and whatnot. And that was the division he was in. And we had a great time. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, Josh being the director, I got to... Uh, you know, just kind of follow his lead and see what it was all about. And then he approached me at the end of the year and said, hey, man, how, how do you feel about helping me out with this program moving forward as an athletic director? Uh, I was honored at the opportunity. Uh, so my second year, I got to be athletic director with the K-Tech Krakens. Um, I uh, uh, had an assistant. My wife joined the program. She became the treasurer with the with the Krakens. And uh, it, it was a great time. It was a great season. We were able to send one of our teams into the Super Bowl. Um, we uh, had a great uh, season overall, had a lot of fun. I did have to step away and my assistant did a lot of the work um, because I had a job opportunity I went to go do, but I was still in touch with the whole thing, the whole season. And um, yeah, then at the end of the season, 
we had heard about the Lions, uh, which was right around the corner on the other side of us from the Krakens. And uh, right. it was an opportunity to start a brand new team with a brand new program. And my wife and I jumped at the chance and, uh, and went and found J-Lo and uh, Leisha. And here we are getting it going. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, you know, from a logistics standpoint, I mean, I know like starting the program is there because when I was growing up, it was by weight. Like there were different divisions. There was peewee and juniors and seniors. And then it was by weight class. I, too, was a big kid growing up, so I never made the weight class. I couldn't play until I was in high school. But um, do you guys transition them like you said, full contact? Do you transition them from like flag at a lower age and as they progress up to it, then we go pads? How does that work? So we actually break everything down into uh, age categories. So we have our, our junior fly division, and it is also full contact. We are Everything we do for football is full contact. Okay. We have our junior fly division, which is our five, uh, it's five six, and seven-year-olds. Uh, and then we have our fly division, which is eight and nine-year-olds. Uh, and then we have our mighty mites, which is 10 and 11-year-olds. Okay. And then we have our junior varsity, which is uh, uh, 12 and 13. And then that's where we stop is at 13, because at that point, then the kids can get into middle school ball right. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. So that's great. So it's a great feeder program. So where what um, what schools do you guys feed into? Is it uh, Sun Lake or what, what other like what area are you guys feed up into generally? Yeah. So that area up there, Sun Lake High School is the local high school there. Um, we actually are paired up with uh, Rushi Middle School, which is right there on the same campus as Sun Lake High School. Gotcha. And um, we're, we're working with Coach Williams there and being a feeder program for his systems. Um, so we're actually uh, working with him, working on his playbooks kind of thing so that we can actually teach the kids at age five all the way up through our program, exactly what those calls, using the same verbiage uh, and doing those things so that when they get to that level or that they're ready for middle school, uh, they, they know exactly what they're doing when they walk in. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing, right? All that verbiage that they're using throughout that entire program, and it's, and it's a program, you know, you see it even at the pro level, you know, a new system comes in and there's always that learning curve. So they're getting it all the way through and they're hearing it. And it almost becomes like, muscle memory by the time they get to the higher levels for them so that's great and it, the thing i always found for this is um the the uh, camaraderie the teamwork some of those other lessons that you're learning um at that early age you know not quitting and sticking it out and all those different things so the program those these types of programs go beyond just the for me you know my opinion is that they go beyond the athletic just the athletic component to it there's the physical fitness and all that stuff but there are so many other layers to it that are that are great value to kids that are that are starting out. You know, I, I, do you feel that that's um, it, it, would you say that's kind of an accurate statement with the program? Absolutely. So one of the uh, the biggest things that I learned when I was with the uh, the K Tech program was, uh, you know, the two things that you know the two words that are involved in football are discipline and respect. And you know, the opportunity behind that was to teach athletes to be not just good athletes but good people overall. So we're actually bringing that same, what we call the lion mentality over to the Suncoast Lions. Right. And, and we're teaching these kids how to be, you know, outstanding athletes, outstanding students and outstanding members of the community. That's awesome. That is so great. Now, how old is your son now? Uh, my son is uh, nine right now. He'll be 10 in August, just in time for Mighty Might. So I was going to say, so he's going up. Okay, gotcha. That's great. And what position does he play? Uh, he did both ways. He went offensive tackle and defensive tackle. Oh, okay. So boy, a, a guy after my own heart. Those are my two positions too. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, you know, we're not talking about your business. We're talking about, you know, kind of a philanthropic effort that you do because you volunteer your time. But outside of this, 
you know, if I ask you, hey, Rob, what do you do for fun uh, other than other than coaching football and your family? What is your hobbies that you like to do outside of this? So my hobbies are typically, uh, well, of course, I work a lot. So, you know, like most everyone does to pay the bills. But my hobbies usually consist of just uh, just a lot of family time. You know, uh, I've been blessed to have a job that allows me to spend time with my family. Um, I've been blessed, you know, financially to take advantage of that as well, too. And, you know, so between the coaching, the directing with the athletics, um, and then, you know, seeing the other side of the family too, the mom, you know, my father passed away this past year. So, you know, seeing a lot of her this year, I have two younger brothers and a younger sister and just kind of, you know, being the new uh, patriarch of the family as the oldest, it's, uh, you know, uh, just a lot of time with family. The family's become really, really important over the last couple of years to me. And does most of your family live in the Pasco County area or are they spread out all over the place? Uh, thankfully, they're all here in Florida, yes, but uh, everyone is in Hillsboro. Uh, I grew up in the Brandon area. Uh, okay. I went to Bloomingdale High School, um, so uh, my mom is still over there, uh, and then my brothers live in like South Tampa, and my sister is in Valrico. So. Cool. And then, you know, just to touch on it briefly, what type of work do you do? So I am an area supervisor for uh, Duncan. So I, I do the donuts and the coffee kind of thing. Uh, I've made donuts. The, yeah, I've, I've worked in the restaurant sector for about 20 years uh, and made my way around uh, between different quick serves and full serve restaurants kind of thing. And here I am with Duncan, um, you know, in a consulting situation where I'm helping these store managers uh, awesome. become successful. Awesome. That's great. And, and I'm assuming most of them are franchises. So you're getting franchise. Are they all corporate owned stores? Um, no, so the Duncan brand likes to uh, franchise everything out. I do work for a very large uh, franchise called Purple Square, and um, he we have I think it's ninety seven restaurants throughout Florida, wow. uh, and most of them in um, you know the Pasco and Tampa markets. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you can't go you can't go ten feet without bumping into one. And I'm actually from the Northeast, so I'm more of a Duncan guy than the other guy. We won't say the other guy's name, um, <laughs> but, uh, but that's cool. Yeah, that's really great. So that gives you some flexibility to do the other stuff that you that you need to do. So you kind of touched on it a second ago. You know, um, one of the things you know I'd like to to get a perspective for people is you know what's a hardship in your life that you know has been a challenge that you faced and stepped up and overcome that adversity. You just talked about your dad passing away. Um, you know, is there an example, like, uh, if that's the example, like, what's one of the hardest things that you've had to deal with and overcome and continue to be an example to your son and your family of, uh, you know, the right way to do things? You know, it's one of those things that uh, throughout my life, uh, you know, working in the restaurant industry, um, there's definitely shortcuts. And there's definitely times where you look at it and you're just like, man, this is the easiest way to make money. This is the way to do it. And I would say, truthfully, and the same thing I teach my kids and the same thing I teach, you know, the athletes as well, too, is it's like, um, you know, if you take the shortcut, you're going to get the short end of the stick. And, you know, it, you, anything worth doing, you got to give it all. Uh, you know, there was a football coach when I first got to play, I started in the eighth grade and one of our slogans back then, you know, Nike's big, uh, slogan was just do it. And, um, you know, our thing was don't just do it, do it right. And that's that's something I've taken apart and that I have uh, instilled in my kids, uh, and instilled into the athletes that I touch because, you know, anything worth doing, you got to give it all. And uh, don't take the shortcuts. And that's definitely been the hardest thing. It's so easy to watch people get short-term success when they take a shortcut. And, you know, you put your nose to the grindstone, you dig it out. And, um, you know, just like the linemen in the trenches, you got you yeah. to dig your feet in and, and, and push, push, push. And, you know, that's been the hardships in my time is just continue to pushing despite the adversity, despite everything else. 
That's awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, for me, it's funny. I mean, we're probably close to a similar age. We had my junior year of high school. Our team shirts said "Just Do It" on it, like a like a like a Nike ripoff, which you know was good to do. But our biggest adversity back then is we had these hundred and twenty pound leather bag. We didn't have sleds. Our field was so crappy that it was just a mud pile, so we couldn't rip the dirt up any more than it was already ripped up. So we had these bags that you had to hit, drive, and then carry them back to the spot. Oh my God, those days were the worst days doing our reach blocks and our down blocks and all that other stuff. So, uh, but yeah, man, that is awesome. You're teaching your kids that, you know, doing it right the first time instead of having to redo it, that's all, that's all great life lessons that I'm sure they'll, they'll take forward. And I'm sure that'll help all your, your kids in the program. If I asked you, you know, what is one thing that people that are going to listen to this podcast that they need to know about the Suncoast Lions? Um, what would be the one thing that would jump out that you would want people to know uh, to, to help them to get involved or, or be a part of the program? The one thing I want everyone to understand is, is that we are here for the children. Uh, we're not giving out scholarships. Uh, we know it's our first year. We're probably not winning any Super Bowls. We're going to continue to be competitive, but at the end of the day, we're here for the kids. We want the kids to learn football. I want them to have the chance to fall in love with it, just like I did. I want them to learn. I want to be able to teach them. I want to be able to give them something to make a decision in the future. Maybe when they get to that high school level or that junior high school level, you know, I really liked playing football. Maybe I'll do that, um, you know, and, and maybe they won't and they'll find something else. But hopefully it will at least teach the skills and the discipline that they need to be successful at whatever they do. Yeah, that's that's a great message. I mean, I know for me, having coached nieces and nephews over the years in various sports, um, the kids at that age, five, six, seven, eight years old, you want them to get that passion for it. And a lot of times it's the parents that have a harder time than the kids because the parents, like I coached Little League, you know, in the Northeast and every parent thought their kid was the next Derek Jeter. So having a level set and say, listen, let your kid fall in love with the sport and let them understand the fundamentals of how it works. And then as they get some athletic ability and grow into their body and start to do all that stuff, then all the next things can happen. But if they don't like the game and they're not involved, you know, if they don't want to take part in it, there's no chance in them in them taking it any further than just that educational level. So that that's definitely great and definitely important. Well, um, I guess the biggest, the most important thing is tell the listeners, you know, how do they contact you guys? How do they get in touch with you if they want to sign their kids up, if they want to, um, you know, volunteer, be a part of the program? How do they get a hold of Suncoast Lions? Yeah, so suncoastlions at gmail.com is the easiest way to, to reach to us directly. We also have suncoastlions.com is our website. Uh, you'll find us on Facebook as the Suncoast Lions. Uh, we're even on, uh, uh, what's that new one? TikTok right now too. And uh, I got a couple of TikTok reels out there and, and things like that. So we're, we're out there on social media. You can just Google us, suncoastlions.com. We do have a, um, uh, a uh, camp coming up here June 3rd that we'll be doing over at Rushi Middle School as well, too. So for those that are local to the area, want to come check us out, want to just come shake hands, see what we're all about, absolutely come on out. We are, uh, like I said, partnered up with Rushi Middle and their uh, middle school football program. Um, we're out there digging in the dirt, getting dirty, and, and letting the kids have some fun and see what it's all about before they have an opportunity to sign up. That's great, Rob. Thank you. So what we'll tr what we'll do when we finish up is um, we'll make sure when we, when we launch this on iTunes and Spotify and the places where we broadcast – We'll also include a lot of that contact information. So I'll be in touch with you and or J-Lo. We'll get that information for you, from you, and we'll make sure it's in the pod so that when people are trying to look and find, they'll, they'll be able to get you guys a little easier with that as well. 
Sounds great. Awesome. Want to thank you for listening to episode three. We're with Rob Higgins of the Suncoast Lions. He's the athletic director. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will um, we'll be back next time. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Pasco. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.